We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? Welcome to the Six Man Show Post Game Live presented by Rockham. <sighs> All good things must come to an end, folks. For the first time this season, the first time in the history of the uh, Six Man Show Post Game Live presented by Rockham, your Orlando Magic fall 106 to 103 in Los Angeles against the Los Angeles Lakers. But welcome, welcome to our live post game show. If you're joining us tonight at 1:05 a.m. on this Tuesday morning, you are a psycho. So welcome. Welcome to all my fellow psychos, you maniacs out there. Glad you're here. That was a tough one, guys. That was a really heartbreaking loss. Um, obviously not the way you want to see that end, but there was a lot of a lot of good tonight, a lot of not so good, uh, but we're going to talk all about it here tonight on the show. Chat, want to see you guys get involved as well? Let's hear what you guys think about this. What went wrong tonight? Let's let's I want to get let's start with that, chat. You know, what went wrong? Definitely let us know in in the chat and I'll come to you guys in a second. But first, obviously, the Six Man Show Post Game Live is presented by Rockham. Rockham is the world's largest sock store, and they are located in Central Florida, in Orlando, and they are awesome. Not just NBA, Orlando Magic stuff, but NFL, NHL, college, you know, UCF, UF, FSU, you name it. Uh, and then even outside of college and outside of sports, I should say, Marvel, uh, Star Wars, Disney, Pixar, Nickelodeon, they've got all kinds of cool socks and underwear and stuff that you can buy. And we definitely recommend them. They're an awesome company and they are a Central Florida company. And when you do shop at Rockham.com, you can use the code MAGIC20 to get 20% off of your order online at Rockham.com. That code is good all season long. So use that code, get great products, and support the Six Man Show while you do it. Again, that is Rockham.com. All right, chat, what do we think? What happened? What happened here? What went wrong? Because there's a lot of good. First off, before we get go anywhere, we always got to recognize Super Chats and tie Mr. TV straight away with the Super Chat saying, hit the like, <laughs> hit the like button, and hit the refs. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Yeah, not a, not a great night from the referees in Los Angeles, which is par for the course. But man, that was a little bit disappointing. I don't think that's the reason the Orlando Magic lost tonight. Uh, I think offensively there were a lot of other issues, but Daniel also agrees, the refs. Uh, Zico indicates that free throws were an issue. <coughs> Excuse me. They were, um, again, some some uh, missed free throws. Not as bad as Friday, but definitely, like you say, five points left on the free throw line. You lose by three. Uh, 
Joseph says, I want to fight someone. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree with this. So much bad shots. We're going to talk about this. I thought in the first quarter, there were some bad shots. And in the fourth quarter, there were some bad shots. And uh, yeah, yeah, not not a great way to end this one. Um, let's see here. A couple other thoughts, and I'm going to give you mine as well. Um, Mo's rotations at the end were questionable, says Peacecraft. Ah, maybe. I, I personally liked the end game better than Friday. I liked going back to the starters. Now, when you're down three with the ball with, uh, let's see, I don't even remember how many how much time was left at the very end there. Um, basically, what I'm getting at is when you're down three with 20 seconds left and you don't put Gary Harrison when you need a three and he's hasn't missed tonight, that, you know, I would have liked to see Gary come in the game there, but, you know. Oh, man, okay. Uh, guys, let's talk about this game. Because I thought some of the stuff was good tonight. Um, some of the stuff wasn't. Let's talk about, let's let's just go through kind of the beginning of this game here. I have a, th- I, hmm. I have a thought, guys. Is Is this young Magic team still intimidated by the aura of the LA Lakers and of LeBron James. Because how many times in last season and this season have we just looked terrible to start a game against the Lakers? I feel like both games last year, especially the one in LA. Or no, excuse me, it would have been the one in, in Orlando was the first game last season. Man, like, I, I just feel like there's just like this mental block with our young guys playing the Lakers, playing LeBron, blah, 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 blah. And they just, they get off to bad starts. I don't know if it's just in their head and maybe I'm overthinking it, but man, it's just something about it. Like the first quarter was miserable offensively. Um, I thought defensively we were okay. Obviously, Anthony Davis got his, but everyone else was held pretty well. Uh, but yeah, that first quarter, we were rushing things. And then in in the possessions, we were slow. We were just forcing bad shots. Like, I just, I, I, that's that's my takeaway from that first quarter, at least. Like, I just, I just felt like it was just like this mental thing, you know, which we've seen. This is the third straight time I feel like we've seen this uh, against the Lakers. But, uh, you know, outside of that, I did note in the first quarter that the refs were pretty unkind to the Magic. The two fouls on Wendell, two fouls on Paolo, two fouls on Cole, all in the first quarter. I thought the second foul on Wendell was a terrible call, so soft. And the second foul on Cole was maybe worse. And right away, I mean, obviously, you don't, you guys don't need me to tell you that. You get some of your key guys with two fouls in the first quarter, it just puts them behind the eight ball the whole rest of the game, and that was tough. That was tough. <laughs> Mess says, I missed that game a few seasons ago where BJ Johnson went crazy. That was a fun time. That was a fun time. I don't know. This season's been more fun so far. I know we had a tough loss tonight, but uh, playing all those G League guys in that 2020 era was, it was something. It was something. Um, but yeah, and then in the, in the end of the first quarter, Cole really did a good job of keeping us in the game because we were so bad in the first eight minutes of that quarter or so. Cole's the only reason we were within a decent distance. We were only down five after the first quarter. Um, again, defense I thought was okay, but offensively, oh, man, not great. Not great. Um, I like this, Cody. Franz clear path foul was terrible. I agree. I don't understand it. I thought Joe Ingles 
was in a perfectly fine position to where he could have made a defensive play on LeBron after he got past Franz. I did not understand that call. I did not agree with it. Again, I don't know if that's the reason you lost the game, but I just, it was just some questionable stuff. Some questionable stuff. I want to talk about the second quarter because I just want to talk about Gary Harris, guys. I just want to talk about Gary Harris, okay? Um, second quarter, uh, interesting start. You know, the second unit is in there. Had some, I mean, J.I. hit a three, but he also missed two really badly. There were a lot of bad, bad threes tonight. J.I. had two terrible threes. Mo airballed. Someone else missed a bad three for the Magic. I can't remember, but Christian Wood had the worst, maybe the worst three I've ever seen in the history of the NBA. Like it was, not only was it long, it was wide left. It was terrible. There were so many just awful threes tonight that were so ugly. Um, but anyway, okay. So we get in the second quarter. We're down 11 in the second quarter, okay? Then Gary, Gary Harris Harris comes in. And what a stretch for him. He scores 14 points in the third quarter. But the biggest thing, he scored eight points in 48 seconds. Eight points in 48 seconds for Gary Harris. It was an 18-6 run for the Magic. Again, he had 14 points in that in that second quarter and single-handedly gave the Magic the lead when we absolutely did not deserve that. Like, we were bad in that first half offensively. Well, really, most of the game. But to have a lead, to take that lead 45-44, that was... Oh, that was awesome. That was just such a fun, such a fun stretch from Gary. But did you notice what happened after that? You go on this run, the Lakers call a timeout, and then during the timeout, or right after the timeout, there's a foul, and they got to debate the foul. The refs get together and, you know, slow the game down. Just saying. Then they notice, oh, something's crooked with the shot clock on the basket. Can we call a guy over here to t attach three zip ties to it? I'm just saying, Magic are on a heater, and conveniently the game has to slow down because of things off the court. I don't know. I'm not saying it's anything, but it might be something. I don't know. Um, and then what a finish at the end of the first half as well. Uh, Markel with a block on Anthony Davis. That was hot. And then Jalen comes down the other end, with a f other end with a fadeaway three, fading out of bounds in the corner to give a four-point lead at the half. Fantastic. Fantastic. And uh, because of Gary Harris, the Magic were 8 of 18 from 3 in the first half. Mass says it's something. I don't know. Just saying. It might be something. Oh, man. Let's see what you guys think of this first half so far. Mr. TV, Hi, Mr. TV says, I would have let Gary Cook in the fourth. That's what I'm saying. I know there's some, something to be said about a guy, you know, not being on the floor much, and then you put him in for the last 20 seconds of the game. I would have done it. He hadn't missed. You needed a three. And we're absolutely going to talk about that play call in a little bit, guys. I promise you, because that was questionable. Oh, man, that was interesting. Rich makes a great point here. We're going to look at the box score in a second, but Suggs was 3 of 7 from 3. 3 of 6 before that heave at the end, which this is what you want from Jalen Suggs. You know? Uh, we've Jonathan and Luke have talked about it a lot on the six-man show. The, the climb from, what was it, 21% to 32% or whatever it is, you know, between year one and year two, which is a huge improvement. And then, obviously, what we've, what we've been saying is if he can get up to league average, that would be gigantic, gigantic for this team. 
Um, is this something Jinx Palo? Oh, that's, that's, that's a good point. It might have. It might have. All right, second half, guys. We're going to breeze through this, and then we're going to look at the look at the box score. Obviously, we're not going to take up a, a ton of time tonight. It's freaking 1.15 a.m., and obviously, we just had a heartbreaking loss. But third quarter, Wendell gets his fourth foul less than two minutes into the third. This one was on Wendell. Was it a ticky-tack foul? Maybe. But he does not need to be reaching in on Anthony Davis off of a rebound when he's already got three fouls. Wendell's got to be smarter than that. That was not a smart play from Wendell. He should not he should not be putting the refs in a situation to make a call, especially in that situation. Save your fouls for when you got to actually defend Anthony Davis, not when you're trying to poke a rebound away from him. That was disappointing. Uh, I, I noted the Franz step back in LeBron's grill. That was kind of hot. Loved that. And then Powell started to get going. Powell hit the three. Powell hit the step back. I want to say it was on Christian Wood, maybe, mid-range. That was nice. Didn't get a whole lot from him after that, really, though. I thought that was the moment where he kind of turned it around. Markel got into the paint, got some kickouts out. Franz with another three. The starters really started cooking for a few minutes there in the third quarter, but then the Lakers with that 8-0 run to take the lead in the third quarter, That at the end of the third quarter. That was, that was kind of disappointing. I did want to mention, though, Jonathan Isaac at the start of the fourth quarter came back into this game. I was wondering if we would see him come back. Obviously, first night of a back-to-back. On Friday, he only played in the first half. He played in both halves today, and obviously we're going to look at the box score in a second and look more about his numbers. Uh, Cole with that rainbow three at the end of the shot clock at the very beginning of the quarter, that was electric. And then Joe Ingles. Let's give it up. Golf clap for Joe Ingles getting his first points in an Orlando Magic uniform in the regular season. That was cool. Uh, The foul on Cole... After he got the steal and on the fast break, you guys know what I'm talking about, where he landed really hard on the floor, I was concerned. Uh, I feel like it was missed on the broadcast. I think David and Jeff maybe didn't really didn't really pay attention on, on the replays. I don't think Cole hit the ground because of the contact on the, the arm. Like, that was so... There was nothing to it. I think D'Lo and Cole, like their legs, I think D'Lo's legs touched Cole's legs, like bumped Cole's legs, and that caused Cole to like, you know, have his legs cut cut out from under him. Um, I thought that was that was kind of missed. I maybe I missed saw that. I don't know if you guys saw the same thing as me, but I, I thought there was contact there, and that's why. But what I what I wanted to mention about this was how many times, especially Cole tonight, because he had three attempts at the rim on the break tonight. These guys are just thinking LeBron chased down block in the back of their heads, and rightfully so, right? I mean, rightfully so. But Cole missed that that easy wide open layup at the rim. Uh, I want to say that was in the first half. He's thinking LeBron's chasing down. I got to get this up. Um, uh, there was the there was another one. I can't remember. I remember there was three, and then there was this one where I think Cole got so much into his head about LeBron coming that he was worried about contact instead of trying to finish. You know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, High Roller says definitely it was his legs. You know, stepped in his path and tripped him up. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was his, his legs. And yeah, Daniel says the same thing. I think I think David and Jeff just maybe missed that on the call. But they were talking about his arm, and I'm like, I, I, that just that's not the reason why why uh, he went flying onto the floor. You know, uh, Mess says this game was winnable. Some players went MIA. I think that's that's totally fair. Very winnable game. We're going to talk about that right now. This fourth quarter. Um, the remainder of the fourth quarter, fourth quarter Kel is what I wrote down. He had some really, really important plays here to keep us, you know, in this game. Um, 
the offense really went stagnant for large stretches of this fourth quarter, but he's just so calm. What a calming presence. Obviously, you want him to hit a couple more of those. Um, but he had that push shot. He had the mid-range jumper. And then once we're getting down the stretch, LeBron had that step back three for the lead. And you're thinking, oh boy, there we go. That's It's all downhill from here. And then Jalen turns right around and knocks down the three. That dude is fearless uh, to give the Magic the lead again. But my favorite play of the night was the the uh, scramble on the other end that ended up with Jalen like bodying Anthony Davis and snagging the ball and calling timeout. What a play. What a play to set that up. Set up the last 20 seconds. For the Magic, give him a chance. Give him a chance to um, to do something with this. Um, let's talk about this, this end-of-game stuff here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I, I obviously this goes without saying didn't love this situation with 20 seconds left. You're down one. Jalen gets the ball. You got Franz, you got Paolo, not only guys that can go get their own shot, but guys that can get to the free throw line. Did I love Jalen Suggs getting the ball and then just barreling into the, into the paint? No, I didn't love that. I thought Anthony Davis, I, 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 that wasn't a foul for me. I thought Anthony Davis went straight up, played great defense. Uh, just didn't love that play call. Would have loved to see Franz, even Paolo, as, as rough as he's you know been shooting the basketball, or at least scoring the basketball, I, sh- I should say, in these first three games. He's still very capable of getting to the rim and maybe getting a foul call. Obviously, 
he probably should have gotten more a couple more foul calls tonight at the rim. Um, but yeah, giving it to Jalen, I don't know. I love Jalen. Jalen was sensational tonight. Don't know if I love that play call. Um, so yeah, that happens. The Lakers, obviously, we have to foul the Lakers. They come down and uh, I think it was D'Lo. Yeah, Russell hit the two free throws and make a three-point game. And then you have a chance. You have a chance to tie it up with a three. Um, they get it to Franz. And uh, again, not a great shot. And I, it's tough because you're under, I think it was probably like six seconds or so when Franz takes that shot. I felt like he forced it and it was a little early. You know, obviously I'm totally okay with with drawing up a play for Franz to get some sort of ISO three-pointer. Obviously, he's probably the best on our team in situations like that. But he forced it up and LeBron made him pay, got a piece of it. But credit to Jalen, guys. He just didn't quit. He did not quit. First off, I'm going to interrupt this before we talk about Jalen's last possession. Life is a magic fan. <laughs> Y'all are absolute psychos to do a post-game show this late. Yeah, we are. We are psychos. You guys are psychos. There's still 90 of you here right now. Guys, it's 122 in the morning. There's 93 of you here. You guys are psychos. I'm glad you guys are here. Um, Yeah, Sean, I see you. We're going to talk about that in a second. Because I, I'm going to talk about this situation here. Jalen, I mean, what a heads-up play and a hustle play. Gets the rebound. Takes it all the way back out. Then has the, the, the presence of mind to know that he has time. To, to get the shot fake, get the flyby, and get a clean look at three. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was a great look. Oh, man. They oh, wish that would have gone down. That would have been the icing on the cake for Jalen. He was so good tonight. He was so good tonight. Um, But, yeah, just didn't go. And that happens sometimes. Um, And, this, you know, it was a hard-fought game. Obviously, there were some things you don't like offensively, but hard-fought game, that's really all you can ask for. Let's look at the box score. Just kidding. <coughs> Excuse me. That's the play-by-play. -play. Let's go to the box score. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Uh, let's see. Nine points for Paolo. On the night where uh, Is This Anything was about single digits <laughs> for Paolo. That's fine. Rich says, if you are a psycho, hit that like button. I think that's a great idea. Um, yeah, so let's look at this. Nine points for Paolo, 4-14 from the field, 1-5 of five from three. He does, he does other things well, guys. Five boards, five assists, 30 minutes. Are you concerned? Are you concerned with Paolo? I'll just ask you, chat. Are you concerned? With Paolo. I'll let you guys respond while I look at the rest of the box score and I'll come back to you. France tonight, 16 points. Eight boards, four assists, two steals. Did a lot of things well. That's not an efficient night for Franz. France um, would uh, would expect better of himself to go than to go five of 17 or two of seven from three. Again, did a lot of other things well. But he'd, he'd like to do better than that. Wendell tonight, double digits. I think the first time this season, I think he had eight in both of the first two games. Four of eight from the field, one of three from three. Can't be mad at that. Uh, you know, eight rebounds. Thought maybe there were more to be had for him to get the block. You know, a solid night for Wendell. I thought these two guys, Markel and Jalen, were really good. Again, offensively, shooting the basketball, although Jalen was okay. 
Not a good night. As a team, you're 40% from the field. You shoot the same from three as you do from two. However, Markel, 14 points, eight assists. He was cooking. He was cooking as far as getting other guys involved, and he had a steal on two blocks. And look at this. Eight assists, one turnover from Markel. That's a great night. That's a great night for him. Really happy with that. And then Jalen, as was mentioned in the chat, plus 10, team leading plus 10. 15 points, eight boards, two assists, one steal. Yeah, he's four of 12 from field, but three of seven from three. Can't be mad at that. Before we talk about the rest of the box score, I made some notes in the first half. I should have done it in the second half. And I didn't even do a great job keeping track of it in the first, but I made some notes. I wanted to keep track of plays that Jalen made that don't show up here. I've been talking about the f- through the first two games and even in the preseason. Jalen makes so many key plays that do not show up in a box score. And tonight was a prime example of that because he was everywhere and he's the reason we were in this game. And this is just in the first half. Again, I stopped counting in the second half just because I forgot. But like first half, he hustled on a loose rebound and the ball knocked off of Austin Reeves. That doesn't show up here, but that's a possession for the Magic. Austin Reeves otherwise would have had an easy wide open rebound, offensive rebound at that. Instead, it's off Austin Reeves' magic ball. Great defense on Reeves in another possession forced him into a bad pass that Franz intercepted. So Franz gets that steal, but it's Jalen Suggs' defense that forces Austin Reeves into a jam, and he's forced to make a bad pass, which Franz intercepts. Jalen had a steal at midcourt on D'Angelo Russell and forced D'Lo to have his third foul. Jalen poked the ball away from Austin Reeves again, and the ball went out Austin Reeves. Magic ball. That's a turnover force right there. He was a team high plus 13 at the half, But again, of all those things I just mentioned, he only had one steal and one rebound in the first half. But he does so many things that do not show up here in the box score. Man, I'm just a big fan of Jalen tonight. He was so good. Uh, The rest of the box score, against the same same five, except for Goga, came in with uh, for the last minute or so of the first half. Look at this guy. Jonathan Isaac played 11 minutes tonight. Better than Friday. Came in, shot one of three from the field. All three were three-pointers, and as I said, he hit the one, but the two that he missed, he missed really bad. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, three boards, a steal, no blocks. I would have liked to see him spend more time on Anthony Davis tonight. Um, But beggars can't be choosers, I guess. You know, he was playing... Anthony Davis was so just in in his bag, as they say tonight. He was really, really good. I would like to be able to throw someone else at him. I thought Wendell was okay, but... Anthony Davis was still doing his thing. I'd like to just mix it up a little bit. He had a couple possessions where he was guarding AD, but not a ton. Um, Mo Wagner. You know, compared to Friday, pretty quiet night for him. Just five points. Woof. No defensive rebounds. Interesting. Didn't notice that earlier. Had the turnover to um, two fouls. Goga came in, as I said, for that one minute just to to tie this over to the till we get to half. Cole. Really good in the first quarter, as I said, to keep us in that game. And then similar to Friday, didn't shoot the ball particularly well down the stretch. Had a couple, you know, obviously big shots. I'm thinking again of that three at the end of the shot clock, those kinds of things. But he had a couple shots that you would normally expect him to knock down. Um, Oh, especially that stretch in the fourth quarter where the Magic had a five-point lead and had multiple opportunities to get it to seven. Two of those opportunities were shots from Cole, mid-range jumpers that typically he would make, I would say. And he unfortunately missed them, couldn't push the lead to seven, and instead Anthony Davis hit a 
hit a I want to think think it was a turnaround jumper to make it a, a three point game, and then obviously Lakers ended up taking the lead. Joe Ingles, as we said, got his first two points for the Magic, and obviously Gary Harris, perfect from the field, six of six, five of five from three, also had three rebounds, three assists. A great night for Gary, and the reason that this game was even close, because there's a there's a good chance if Gary doesn't do what Gary does in that second quarter, this game is a blowout, absolute blowout. All right, uh, I do want to read the chat. I did ask you guys what you think about Paolo. I'm going to talk about that. Before we do that really quick, I do want to remind you about um, Rockham. I did want to pull this up really quick because it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, let's go to the Orlando Magic uh, section of Rockham. Oh, gosh, I messed it up. Uh, oh no oh is their website freezing on me now oh lordy this is great this is great television here here we go now we're back fan shop oh come on rock'em oh okay it might just be my computer we might not be able to do this uh we're we're we're, we're fumbling it right here uh we're, we're choking okay here we go Whew. nope it's not gonna work there it is okay good nba Orlando. Let's take a look at what they got here. Newest products. Some new stuff. Oh, this is just, this is, we're falling apart. We've got several attempts to win the game or to tie the game at the end of the game right here, and we are just falling apart. Oh, this is happening just like the game. All right, we'll do this another time. Uh, you should still go to rockham.com and use that code MAGIC20 to get 20% off. Let's talk about Paolo really quick, guys, and then we'll talk about tomorrow. Um, First off, tie with another super chat, man, bro. This is amazing. Don't forget your candy corn tomorrow, guys. Real ones, no. Real ones, no. From preseason, we talked about candy corn socks. Okay, Joseph says not from a skill set, but I'm concerned his psychology is off. It's possible. Pop Daddy says a little bit. He needs to be more assertive. I agree. I also thought tonight sometimes he was assertive. And should have gotten calls that he didn't get. And then that made him be less assertive. You know? I think that's fair. It's a mixed mixed bag here in the chat. I see a lot of yeses. I see a lot of noes. Blake, really quick, does say Jalen is legitimate depoy level. I think it's facts. It's hard, though, because so many of these voters, these clown voters, they look at box scores. And that's why I point out stuff like that. Like, Jalen does so much that's beyond the box score. So much. Uh, Ardo says, yeah, I think the calls weren't great. They weren't. They weren't. Oscar says, Suggs had a hell of a game. He was everywhere. It's true. Um, Paolo needs change, needs to change his jump shot mechanics. I don't know about that. I mean, maybe, maybe there's things that can be, can tweak. He can, that can be tweaked, I should say, but I don't know. Win or lose, I want Paolo to drop 30 tomorrow, bro. That's the thing with Paolo, guys. Like, yeah, he's in a slump. Yeah, he's not playing well. All it's going to take is one night. All it's going to take is one night. He's going to drop a 30-burger, and he's going to be fine. And we're going to be freaking out, you know? So anyway, um, guys, I think that's going to do it for tonight. Obviously, a tough loss. Oh, wait, no. We got to do one more thing. I always forget. We're going to do this at the end of every show. We're going to look at the standings. Let me pull this up, especially because there was a whole weekend of basketball. I got to refresh this, make sure this is accurate. We had a whole weekend of basketball. Unfortunately, your Atlanta Magic are no longer first place in the East. Two and one on the season. Uh, but look at this. I mean, tonight we held them to, what was it, 106? 
So the opponent points per game still 96. You know, holding guys to 106 points in this league. I mean, look at these. You know, this is what teams are scoring right now. And even the opponent's points per game. Like, holding a team like the Lakers to 106, I know they're on the second half of a back-to-back. That's still impressive. That's that's what I was saying, guys. Like, defense was not the problem tonight. Um, Offensively, just painful, though. And you can see this over here, you know, outside of the Toronto Raptors, which that's beautiful. 107 points per game, the lowest in, in the conference. But as you can see here, guys, you know, some of the teams that we're, we assume we'll be competing with, you got to lead on them. And every game counts. A team like Toronto, some people, Miami, some people think those teams will be right in our, our stratosphere. You've already got a one and a half game lead on them. You know? Um, those things count. Obviously, we know coming down the stretch of a season, one game, two games, sometimes can all can be all the difference. And we've already got a lead on those guys. So obviously you want to continue that. Um, tomorrow, guys. Let's talk about tomorrow's game. The Clippers, they're off tonight. Um, I watched a little bit of their game on Sunday. Um, or was it Saturday? I think it was Sunday. That's a good team. They're rested, so all their guys are going to play, you know. Um, we're going to be pretty, pretty tired. This was a tough, tough game for us. Obviously put a lot out there. But if we know anything about a Jamal Mosley coach team, it's that this team is not ever going to give up. And neither do we here at the Six Man Show. So we'll be back tomorrow night at the conclusion of that one. Hopefully the match can get back to winning ways, uh, get a winning record on this road trip. That would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, it'll be a tough one, guys. But another late night. I look forward to seeing you there. Let's get another win tomorrow. Again, join us back here for the postgame live after the game. Until then, let's go Magic. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.